Hey, pickleball people. Welcome to Third Shot Podcast. We appreciate all of the downloads, listens, and comments. Don't forget to subscribe or follow us um, on your favorite podcast platform that also includes YouTube now. So don't forget to check us out. Just search Third Shot Podcast. If you're more of a Twitter person, you can follow us at Third Shot Pod. We've got Uncle Greg and Russ for another great episode. How's it going, everyone? It's, it's going good. about to get better. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like the attitude. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Breaking out the soju again. I'm I'm drinking out of a can this time. I've got Ooh. this Topo Chico. The, the water, I fell in love with it. The little bottled water of Topo Chico. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Found it like when I went to Texas. I'm like, this thing is great. Now I get it all the time. And then I saw these. I'm like, okay, even better. <laughs> what flavor do you have? This is a uh, tangy lemon lime. Ooh. Is this at a local market that you're getting this? Or yeah, it's like it? they're like everywhere now. Are which, they? Yeah. Yeah. Topo Chico's like pretty huge. For a while. And now they're like, I find them everywhere. It's awesome. Yeah. They've got some good hard seltzers, especially the ones that come in a glass bottle. I don't know what it is, but okay. yeah, the glass makes me feel like I'm drinking something good, you know? All right. Well, we got to we gotta speed this up. Uh, I need to get back to the store. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was saying that I, I went back to the soju because I was at the courts earlier and I ran into a, a college student that was studying abroad last year over in Korea. And oh. he says soju actually costs less than water there. Really? So everybody oh just like soju, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, nice. a bottle of soju costs less than a bottle of water in, in Korea. It's refreshing, too. It's not like, you know, like, like I don't know, like beer will kind of dehydrate you a little bit. The soju, I, you don't get that at all. I love it on it a golf dangerous. course. Yeah. <laughs> I, on, I, you know, I brought this out to you on the golf course. Oh, yeah. I think the first time we went golfing. And uh, it's my favorite golf drink until I can't hit the ball anymore. Right. And then, you know, I yeah. should probably uh, spend extra for water. Right. Oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> I'm getting wild. Well, that, was a, that was a rough third hole for you, Greg. Uh... <laughs> but I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. Well, I, I, I don't think you've done any golf tournaments lately, but I'm, I'm excited to hear about the tournament that you did do, the pickleball tournament. I did. I played in a, a mix, or actually it was a doubles tournament that I had uh, my mixed doubles partner, Joy, who Joy? joined me. Yes. Joy. Joyce or Joy? Joy. Oh, okay. Joy. Yeah. Okay. I get, you know, I get confused. Well, <laughs> <laughs> luckily I don't. I get <laughs> the two joys in my life. Get it? Mm -hmm. uh, straight. But uh, we went and played a tournament and it was open to guys, you know, men's teams, women's teams, mixed teams, didn't matter, right? It was just a kind of a, a three, five level type of thing. Anyway, uh, we played and we got silver medal. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, nice. that's awesome. So this tournament, it didn't have categories because typically you see like a mixed category, um, women's, men's. It was a free for all. It was open because it was a duper event and it was more oh. based on level, right? So it, it, they said it was a three plus level. Most of the players were somewhere between a three, two and a three, nine. Gotcha. Yeah. Did you have any cool shots like the ATP <laughs> last time? <laughs> you know what? I did not have a cool shot, but my, my, <laughs> my, 
claim the fame on this one was somebody, you know, I was kind of back and somebody netted the ball and it barely kind of peeked over the net. And I hustled my butt off, you guys. I I don't know the last time I ran that fast for 15 feet, but I ran <laughs> fast. And I actually got it back. We we ended up winning the point. So yeah, that was I felt really good that I was actually able to get my body to move again. Those are tough. <laughs> and you didn't have to lay out for it, right? You didn't there's no diving involved. I didn't crash into the net, no. <laughs> Thank goodness. We did Good. we did see somebody, we did see somebody like lay out for an amazing, amazing shot. And everybody was applauding. And Joy looked at me and she goes, you know, partner, I just have to tell you, I'm not laying out for any balls today. Okay. <laughs> and I said, no worries. Yeah, no one's I'm not laying that. out either. <laughs> right. Good time. We had a good time. We played well. We we put, you know, it was I don't know what it, it was interesting how tournaments go and okay I can I can explain it maybe you guys can help me with this but it's kind of a round robin thing right where you're playing every team once and you know you just figure it all out at the end who, who has the best record or who has the best heads up type thing okay so the first match we lose by one point right we yeah. hit we hit the time limit and we're oh, lose the next point. It was totally my fault. I was on the left side. They hit it right down the middle and I froze and I thought she was going to get it and it went right between us and they won the point. Okay. So we lose the, they played wonderfully. They, they were a great team. It was the first match. I've never played against either one of those players before. Okay. So then Joy and I run off the next four straight. So we are four and one going into the, I guess it was going into the final match, right? This was going to be the gold medal match because the last team that we were going to play was undefeated at that point. And oh. if we won that match, we had the heads up, so we were going to win the whole thing. But anyway, going back to the first match that we lost, great team. But then I look at the records afterwards, and they lost the teams that we beat like 11-4, 11-3. Oh, wow. I was like, how does that happen? It's right. kind of weird. Is it like matchups where their styles just did really well against ours? Or have you seen that kind of stuff before? It's weird. It is. And it's so disheartening when you're the one like in your position, right? Where you get beat by that team. And then looking back, it's like, you know, like why, what went wrong? Where <laughs> statistically you were the team that should have won. And in mm -hmm. soccer, too, that would happen all the time. And our coaches, you know, would just tell us, like, that's why you got to play every game your best. And sometimes when you play against other teams, you change up your style, like you were saying, to kind of either match their play or to go against their play. So I don't know what happened, but Silver's still very good. It was good. And you know what? It's not like we played poorly that first match. The other team just played really, really well. And, like, they deserved to win. Yeah, that was their game. That was their game. Yeah, and then other teams did better against them. I don't know. It was, it was weird. <laughs> Russ, have you ever seen anything like that that uh, happened to you? Yeah, well, I feel like it's it, it's almost like the butterfly effect or something, right? Like <laughs> something happens and it's like, oh, and you just have this, you know, what? Well, I mean, the thing is, you know, uh, I've, I've been to, I don't know how many Giants games this year, and we all know how the Oakland A's are performing this year, right? Like not so <laughs> Or not performing. <laughs> not performing, exactly. Um, and 
they killed the Giants the first game that I was at, like one of the you know preseason you know games. And it's like, how did this happen? (laughs) Really? (laughs) I I almost I don't know I don't know what it is. It's like even if the there's just it's either the zone you're in or something that that just is not there that uh, that gets you and and you know or they're just lucky. You know, I mean, sometimes it just happens or maybe it's just an uneven matching because I did see this a lot, actually, you know, in coaching, uh, in coaching soccer, coaching baseball. We, uh, it was all the time where it was like, oh, we've got this game. And then all of a sudden we're like, you know, it's 10 nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe just come out flat or they just are finding holes that day. And who knows right. what, how, it, how it happens. The yeah. sports universe talks in mysterious ways. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for for those on YouTube, uh, I just wanted to share. I mean, Greg, you've you've got so many medals now. I mean, I've seen you win some. You've got this medal. I, I actually found a, a picture of your closet online. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just medal after medal after medal. I, I think. Uh... Well, that's that's a uh, that's part of my closet. <laughs> you should see the other side. <laughs> the trophies. <laughs> That's funny, right? Oh, <laughs> well, I kind of feel bad though for Joy. Yeah. I do feel bad for Joy because I've played against Joy twice in two different tournaments. Oh, that's in right. Fact, Bridgie, you remember this? Friends. We played against yes. her when, when you were up. Her partner in that tournament was the one of the people that beat us in this tournament and won gold that beat mm. us in the oh, final really? match. So Brian. So Brian, Brian, shout out. He's a listener great job I, I, you weren't even fully healthy and you still killed us so <laughs> <laughs> you deserve that win so joy partnered with brian in the tournament that you and i played in she mm-hmm. won gold the last time i played in a duper tournament and she won gold in that one as well with ricardo and then she partners with me silver Aww. so what's you know she's the common thread to gold except I'm not. <laughs> right. Dang. Sorry, Joy. Sorry. I'm going to do better next time if you have me as your partner. I, I promise. She is a very good player, though. I'm remembering yeah. her and Brian as well. And both of them, great players. So you are you got a good one. So I don't think it was you, but I'm sure that Joy would love to play with you again. Well, Brian's partner, Sean, is also an excellent player. So they had a very strong mm-hmm. team, So. They're going to be tough to beat, and we gave it our best shot. They just they just took us down. Dang. Was there anybody else in that tournament that I had gotten to meet? Because I was just up there like maybe a month ago when we were testing out those paddles. I don't think so. I can't think of anybody else. I think it was just Brian mm. that, that you had played against before. Yeah, we were testing out those diadem paddles. That was sweet. That was fun playing those two. It nice. was, yeah. Nice. We had the Warrior V2 and the Vice. Oh, nice paddles. Well, we're gonna... paddles. Yeah. <laughs> Russ, do you have something? I, I do. You see that queued up? I, I have your other partner that uh, you played with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little disappointed at the silver. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing her silver and not so happy about it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Well, Bridget, are up. you okay with partnering with me? And and you know, we come away with any medal, right? We're happy. Oh yeah, and it's not about the color medal that we end up with, or even if we get a medal. But I I really do have so much fun playing in tournaments with you. 
yeah, we have a good time. And we may have an announcement coming up soon. We're 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 <laughs> contemplating maybe doing another tournament. So nice announcement possibly down the road future episodes <laughs> nice 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 but well you guys mentioned uh you mentioned diadem we did uh, yeah and luckily enough we got our very good friend uh kevin mclaughlin of diadem sports joining us today to go over the two paddles that we tried out plus he has a brand new paddle that just hit the market the diadem edge 18k so Come on back, meet Kevin again, because he is a return uh, guest of ours, and we're going to talk some paddles. So nice. come on back, meet Diadem. If you're listening right now, don't forget we're on YouTube too. So you want to see all the hijinks that we're like, you know, doing to each other on camera. <laughs> check us out on YouTube. If uh, you want to check us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, just look up Third Shot Podcast. And on Twitter, we're on at Third Shot Pod. Bridgie and I, welcome back. Our very first guest we ever had on Third Shot, the manager of partnerships and sponsorship at Diadem Sports. I call him the OG of Third Shot Podcast. <laughs> Kevin McLaughlin, welcome back. I love it. I'm so excited to be back with you guys. Uh, it's been a wild ride since the, our first episode. Um, I know I've seen you guys grow a lot, and at Diadem, we have also been been growing and innovating. So it's been a been a fun time since the last time we talked. Well, we cannot wait to hear all about it. At work today, it was a long day, but I just kept telling myself I was so excited to get to our interview, to talk with our old friends. So I think we should cheers to our very first guest being back on the show. Welcome back, it. Diadem Kev. Cheers, <laughs> Diadem Kev. That's what um actually a lot of the kids call me out on uh the junior tennis tour. I do a lot of our uh, sponsorship for our dynasty team, so um I've built up a uh, a little nickname with the with the guys out there. They call me Diadem Kev, so we'll let that rock. <laughs> That's awesome. So tell us what has all been happening with Team Diadem since the last time we talked it's been a few months but i'm sure you have lots of updates for us yeah definitely um i think the last time we spoke was maybe right before after diacon and the launch of the vice right, paddle right before diacon yeah yeah so a lot of uh cool stuff's happened since then we had diacon the big uh party at um the casino down here which was really great to get diadem um people from all over the country even all over the world we had people fly in from japan and germany for diacon and it was really a great event we launched our vice paddle and then um that was a very successful paddle launch and the reception in the communities has been pretty cool to see and then we got into the new year um and so far we've launched um three paddles uh that all really take um, inspiration from the Vice. We started with our Icon V2s uh, at the beginning of the year, which was an evolution on our Icon, um, our original Icons. And then we moved on to the Warrior V2 um, in, I think, in May. And then um, very exciting launch of our Edge 18K um, this past, past week, I think, uh, last Wednesday is when it officially went live to the public. And... Um, I forgot to mention, we also opened the Diadem Pickleball Center in early June uh, down here in South Florida, which has been really, really cool to have our own facility um, 
it's all indoor too, which is the first one in South Florida. So people can play in the AC, which is, um, yeah. I know, a great relief for everyone down here. I'm br- sure Bridgie uh, could relate to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would make... love to play in that type of indoor facility. <laughs> Right, just and then AC so just made you smile right there. Right, I hear AC. <laughs> exactly. So that then with the release of the 18K, we're uh, really primed up for a huge fall into the winter. Um, a lot of really exciting things coming that way, our way. So that's where we're at right now. Well, that is a lot, and uh, you know, I just want to kind of dig in because you were nice enough to send us out, you know, the new warrior. Uh, so the V2. And I got it behind me for people that are uh, that are checking us out on YouTube right now. Uh, Kevin's holding it up as well. Tell everybody about the V2 and how did you elevate the uh, you know the original Warrior? Definitely, I think the first thing to mention is that the original Warrior was one of the top selling paddles of all time. The the Warrior brand kind of. Um, really took over and was uh, a great product for us and for a lot of players out there they loved what it brought to the game it was at the time it came out the thickest paddle on the market so as we really talked to everybody that was out there using the warrior we were able to take a lot of their feedback and make this new warrior v2 just much better so um, i would say the the first thing is the etched carbon base is the same as our edge paddle which is um a really great paddle it has been kind of one of our staples in our performance lineup so the the face on this got um improved and then uh we also added the um uh what's it called the edge guard no we made it uh basically like thermoform that's the buzzword i was looking for this okay thermoform so the old um warrior had a edge guard that was placed on the outside and this one is completely molded so um you're not going to have the edge guard pop off which happens sometimes through wear and tear with our old warrior and then we also had the introduction of um the tape on the outside so the tape really helps um you can see it's got the diadem logo um for everyone not able to view it uh, basically, this is a piece of protective tape that goes around the edge of the paddle and really um, helps from scrapes and all the wear and tear that you get get out there on the court. So uh, that paddle armor is what we call it, has uh, been a pretty cool evolution to um, our lineup. And it's something that can be used in um, or with other paddles, too. And we've even seen some people toss them on some tennis rackets also. So, oh, um, yeah, just a great... Uh, Great thing to to put on the edges of your uh, paddle to keep it from scraping and bumping and everything. Lasts a little bit longer. So those are kind of like the the main the main things that we did to make this Warrior V2 even better than the V1. Well, we've been fortunate enough to be able to play with both of them, and I think it was about a month ago, Uncle and I actually got to test it out together for the first time. And when I saw it, you know, the thickness of it, I was under the assumption that it was just going to kind of be more beneficial for my touch game and control and the dinking. But when I got to playing it, it's a powerful paddle for being so thick. What What is causing that? Like what part of this evolution is making it where it's actually powerful, but also very great for your touch game? Yeah, I think the the core in this paddle and the 3XL core, so it's got three layers of um, 
of Honeycomb, just like our mm -hmm. Warrior did, along with um, the CMS molding system, really adds more power to mm -hmm. this paddle. So you still get the touch and control that you do with a typical thicker paddle, but you are also going to get more added pop with it, a little bit more power because of that um, molding. Yeah, it's, it's poppy. <laughs> it, it is. It was funny, Kevin, because when uh, when Bridgie came up, I, I had her play with a couple people that I play with, you know, on, on the regular and stuff like that. But they had never played with Bridgie before. And she was using the V2 and she was just pounding them. <laughs> they were just like, what's going on, Greg? <laughs> I, love I that. didn't even know what was going on. That's not my usual style. You brought it. You brought in a ringer, man. Like, <laughs> I go, yeah, that's right. Man, but nothing wrong with some extra pop. Right. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, Bridgie was just ripping on him, and then I kind of also noticed. Uh, I thought compared to the the first version of the Warrior, I felt like I got more spin on the ball. Yeah, that, well that and pop. that could be due to switching up the edge carbon fiber face a little bit um, as well. So that might. Um, have impacted the spin a little bit more. Yeah, because after the first couple of times I played with it, I took my original Warrior out and I was just kind of comparing it side by side one day. And I was like, I don't know if it's my imagination or not, but I'm spinning the ball a little bit more. I'm able to hit it a little more firmly and not worry about it, you know, going out deep or anything like that. It, it was dropping in nice. So I think you guys made a really nice improvement with version two. That's great to hear. And I'm excited to see what we do with version three down the line. You know, that's still, that's in the works already. Really? Okay. A little oh, hint. Yeah. <laughs> down the line. Don't, don't get your, don't, okay. don't get your, well, uh, you got me excited. I was ready to take up. another shot just to talk about version three. Right. But, okay. No, someday we'll have to come back for version three of the warrior. Well, we also got a chance to really get into when Bridgie came up with me and to talk about playing the vice. Oh, because yeah. originally we didn't get a chance to really work out the vice a lot. But when Bridgie came up, she brought the vice. We had the, you know, the V2 and we were, <laughs> we were kind of double teaming people where I was playing the vice. She was playing the V2. Then we would switch off and stuff like that. And people kind of get mad at us. They were like, Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. But we were, okay, so this vice, obviously, we got to be, you know, very upfront about it. It's not USPA approved and all that kind of stuff. It's, uh, you know, concept paddle. But if you just want a fun paddle that is just something different that you have not played with before, this vice paddle is just killer. Oh, yeah. It's, we designed it with the idea of it being like a concept car. So... Um, the way that Mercedes and all of these companies put out cars of the future. That's what, that's what the vice is at the end of the day. It's really um, kind of a culmination of basically all the best technologies that exist into one paddle. Unfortunately, some of those technologies are not USAP approved, which um, really are two main factors. It's the EVA foam core. So the, the whole middle of this paddle is a foam injection. And then um, also it has holes. And a lot of big misconception out there is that the holes are for aerodynamics or something like that. And while that may be in play, the real reason why the holes are there is to prevent um, the paddle face from cracking. Because it's that full foam core, because the holes are there, and kind of take some of the uh, reaction when it hits the paddle and absorb and then push back. So that's really why the holes are there. And um, I will say that it's been really cool to see 
kind of the way that the market reacted and accepted, or in some cases didn't accept the vice into their communities. Yeah, it, it's such a fun paddle. And I love the fact that it's a concept one. So you get the best of all of the worlds put into one paddle. And it was so fun to play with it. And we, like uncle said, we were switching back and forth and getting to really test it out and play with it. But just the sound alone coming off of it, it's like no other paddle that I've ever heard of before. And the touch on it, oh my gosh. Yeah, we could try to do, I don't know if this is gonna pick up in the audio, but this is always the test that I do to. Uh, show people the difference in the noise is a little I'm gonna bang two paddles together here so here's the vice against the warrior and then here's the warrior against the vice so let's do that one more time here's the warrior and here's the vice I don't know if you could hear it but it's yeah, definitely it's more, more muffled mm -hmm. yeah Maybe this will solve the uh, controversy of the neighborhood noise situation. Well, that's where that's where this paddle's been great for really um, a couple different groups, but certainly the ones that are in communities that have noise issues or have had trouble with that in the past. This is a great paddle for that. I know um, several clubs have purchased a bulk amount, maybe 50 of them, that in, they've made it so this is the only paddle they can use at their club. Are you guys getting any feedback that people – like that are using it on the rec side are getting pushback say hey it's too hot to use on rec oh 100 um you see it all the time in the forums it's uh people will say it's illegal um you know i've never seen anybody get arrested using the vice before so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if it's illegal but um yeah there's definitely some concern with some players that it's the ball's just going to come off too fast and um we've we've seen some uh groups some like third parties do like speed tests where they basically hit the ball as hard as they can with the vice hit the ball as hard as they can with other paddles and the the speed difference isn't like that crazy that it's going to make a uh cause an injury or anything like that well that may be a possibility i think it's probably um again i'm not a doctor or an attorney but i think it's uh the probability that the vice will lead to more injury compared to another paddle is marginal, if any. Yeah, and I also think that it comes down to the person using the paddle as well and what type of rec player they are, because there's various types of rec play out there where you're out there to have fun and, you know, camaraderie and just growing the sport. And then there's people out there who think they're professionals when they're not professionals and depending on who you're playing against. So there's a lot that goes into it. I don't think you can really pin it on just a paddle alone, but kind of the situation itself. Yeah. yeah if, you're, definitely. Like, if you're like a player that doesn't generate a lot of power anyway, and you just want a little extra something, I think this edge is the way to go. I mean, it's, it's easier on your arms, easier on your elbow. It's quieter and it generates a little more power for you. I mean, for somebody that is at that level, I don't think there's any harm in it at all. I think it's it's the perfect for you. Oh, for sure. And you just covered two of the other bases is the players that have arm, elbow, wrist, pain, anything like that. This paddle is going to be perfect for that because of the EVA foam is the most arm friendly out there. And then also for those players that are really just looking to maximize 
what they can do on the pickleball court, there's not going to be a, a more powerful, more spin-friendly paddle out there either than this one. So you can have a lot of fun with it. I know um, it was really cool when we first put it out to get it in some pro player hands and just see the what they could do to the ball, the way that it would spin off of it was so crazy. <laughs> We, you know, we're not at that level, but we did kind of experience some of that. It was, it was an immediate thing. As soon as we, we took it out, we were like, oh, this is different. I mean, this is cool. I, I really enjoy this. Well, uh, at the beginning, you were kind of talking a little bit about you got a new Edge 18K that uh, you just kind of announced recently. We got to take a quick break. But when we come back, I really want to get into this uh, 18K because everything that you guys have put out about it sounds so cool. So when we come back, we'll have more with our OG, Kevin, talking a little bit about the Edge 18K. Come on back. Welcome back to Third Shot Podcast. We're here with Diadem Kev, our OG from our very first episode. Welcome back. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. We've already hashed out the Warrior V2 um, and the Vice. So what's next, guys? A, a toast to the 18K. Yes. That sounds to the 18K. right up my alley. <laughs> oh, 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 hold on, hold on. What are you drinking? So what I have here is a little liquid death. Um, I don't know if you guys know what this is, but I'm over here murdering my thirst. We have the, <laughs> the mango chainsaw. Um, it's non-alcoholic. It's basically sparkling water, but it's in my regular daily diet. I, I put down um, at least one liquid death. So quick product plug. Sponsor me. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right. Shout out to liquid death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and sponsor third shot while you're at it. Yeah, you know. get these guys. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> Send them a case. <laughs> <laughs> so before the break, uh, we were talking about the Edge 18K, and we are excited to hear all of the details. So give us the specs. Well, here's the thing is I feel sorry for everybody that who, who's not watching this because they can't see this beautiful triaxial 18K fiber that is on the edge on the surface of this 18k oh, paddle so as you pretty. can see it looks three-dimensional but it's really not that's just the fibers themselves so basically uh this has the coolest face that exists in the whole world on any pickleball <laughs> paddle in in my humble opinion um and it's really kind of um a play up from the t700 that you see on most uh paddles and so the t700 if you look at it closely it's all vertical um weave right. in the in the surface and this 18k um basically takes uh it's called triaxial so it takes 60 degree turns on the carbon fiber oh it's all one sheet that's woven the way that i like to think about it is like a uh, thread count on a sh on sheets right um, the higher the thread count the better the sheets the higher the carbon fiber count in this case 18k compared to normal paddles are around the 700 range um wait helps. a second 700 to 18k yes sir big big jumps there and you can um if i i hold up these paddles side by side kind of well this one's the raw carbon fiber but you can see that there's there's some just it's just lines vertical basically and then with this triaxial stuff here it has those little squares on it that look three-dimensional and mm -hmm. really the carbon fiber goes all different directions sitting 60 degrees so the idea there is that no matter where your paddle is facing on contact, 
you'll theoretically be able to generate the spin um, that you oh, would only I get. I never thought from... of that before. Oh yeah. So when when the when the fibers are just going vertical, depending on the angle, you'll get a different reaction. The ball will get a different reaction off your paddle. Um. Y yeah. Exactly. And the thing is, it's not going to be dram so dramatic that this thing's going to fly off in a in a crazy <laughs> right. direction. It still has a lot of control. What you'll get is the benefit of the spin that you would otherwise potentially miss um, if it didn't have that carbon fiber going that way. Wow. I think, you know, it, it's such a beautiful paddle and it, it is kind of 3D that part of the marketing strategy and some of the performance strategy is people are just going to be mesmerized looking at the paddle <laughs> exactly. and they're not going to be focused on the ball coming off. It's just like, woo, you know, and bam. Yeah, the very cool. Like them, right? And then we... We also um, upgraded the the edge on this um, from our last edge paddle. So this has uh, what we call the Edge Shield Pro. So um, just a little bit of a better material and um, molding process that um, helps with uh, the power too, I think. That's a beautiful paddle. And you said that it was recently released. Have you received any sort of consumer feedback on it yet? Oh yeah, people love it. It's um, it's been really great to see. So we dropped it um, on the seventeenth, I believe. So last Wednesday, from the time that we're recording this, and um, already we've sold hundreds of them, thousands maybe. I'm I'm not keeping track, and um, it's been really cool to just see, hear what everybody has to say um, about how it's impacted their game, and that they're seeing that the technology that we've added has actually helped them play better. I love it. I mean, that's really what it's all about from, you know, a manufacturer's point of view. If you can just up the level of your players' games with the technology and what you're building into the paddles, that's what it's all about. And that's what's going to keep them selling, right? Oh, 100%. So um, I think it's definitely, at the very least, the coolest looking paddle out there. <laughs> it so. is. It's so cool. Yeah. It, it is a really cool paddle. Take a look at it when you get a chance. Go to diademsports.com and uh, take a look at the 18K. You, uh, The last time you were on, you were nice enough to kind of share a little bit behind the scenes on what's coming. And you teased, you know, basically the, the new Warrior and the new 18K that just came out. Is there anything that you can tease this time? Well, before I do, I'm going to backtrack a little bit, and I realized I forgot to mention that we also launched our Power Pickleballs. Um, I don't know if you guys oh. have had a chance to, to play those, but um, we started with just a neon color. Now we also have the hard yellow, and then um, maybe some other colorways coming down the line. Uh, you didn't hear it from me, but <laughs> that's in the works. And the really cool th <laughs> yeah, right? And then the, the really cool thing about um, these balls is it all is a unimold so it's all one mold whereas if you look at the other balls there's kind of like a seam in the middle mm -hmm. so um that technology really helps them last longer um and play better definitely anything coming up on the paddle side that you can tell us about um for sure for sure so um we have we didn't some... hear from you we did instruct <laughs> yeah so um i am i'm barred from divulging too much information but i will tell you we have some exciting things that we're going to announce in september and then uh keep an eye out in october um we have some cool cool things going on really um a lot of stuff in support of our partnership with the national breast cancer foundation so um be 
keep an eye out for October. Uh, we're going to be cranking a lot of pink there. And then um, in the in that around that same time time frame in the fall, we're going to have some um, some new things come out that I think are really going to fill out our paddle lineup, and, which will be really exciting um, and really kind of give an offering for players of all skill levels, players that are looking for paddles of all price points. And then, um, of course, I can't give any dates. I can't give any any real information besides make sure you guys are looking back in at Diadem Sports for Diacon round two information. That's coming out. That's going to be big. Yes. I'm thinking maybe we need to get Uncle Greg and Bridgie out here for that one. Oh, I think you're right. That sounds like a fabulous idea. Oh, yeah. It'll Florida be on our radar. Is it going to be in Florida? Potentially. Potentially. I, I I don't know the details. I might know the date. Can't toss it out there. But <laughs> I can tell you that it's going to be even bigger and better than it was last year. There's going to be probably some ancillary events that go on around it. And it's going to be really the most exciting party in pickleball and tennis, too. People people forget that we uh, we do tennis at Diadem also. Yeah, there you've got a lot going on. Diadem definitely keeps everybody on their toes, keeps them excited for new things coming. And earlier, you did also mention the Diadem Pickleball Center that's recently opened. Tell us how that's been going. Yeah, it's been absolutely electric. So I would be remiss without mentioning our guy, Gene DeVito. So if you've been to the DPC, as we call it, or you follow it on social media, um, you'll you would have seen Gene and... He's probably the best personality I've seen in pickleball on the teaching and programming side. We plucked him out of Texas and we brought him to South Florida and he's been running that um, facility like a madman. He, I'm, I'm ki- not even joking. He might be there 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day. There's a chance he's sleeping wow. at the DPC. <laughs> um, I'm not, not 100% sure. Friends but room he, in the back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he on court two. There's a cot. <laughs> yeah, he he eats and breathes that stuff, and he's really creative too. So all the programming that we've been able to um, have over there with the different money ball tournaments, Margarita Monday. Um, this weekend we're gonna have DPC one, uh, similar to like the UFC series. How there? Oh, I wow. I don't know UFC two hundred something. Now we'll get yeah. there eventually. DPC two hundred down the line. Um, and just the the programming, the open plays are always full. Uh, league play, clinics, everything. The um, and then we're starting to do some more private events over there too. If you have a birthday party in South Florida, that's a great spot to do it. If um, your business is looking for a uh, team building activity, you know that's that's where it's at. So it's it's really becoming um, kind of like a hub of South Florida pickleball. And we've had a lot of great pros coming there too. Anna Lee Waters um, is in there often. Um, a bunch of those players so it's just been a been great to have and it's going to be really cool to see the different um tournaments and uh clinics and everything that we're able to pull off there well one of our previous guests he's a junior player kyle kelman uh he plays over there and with his mom jennifer and they rave about it they think it's a fantastic facility they're getting great training there the competitive super competitive open play and is really leveling him up really quickly Oh yeah, I can only imagine um, how 
how a player could enter that environment and really embrace it and improve so quickly just because of um, the quality of play there and the quality of instruction and everything is just elite. Yeah, yeah. Well, you mentioned tennis. We can't ignore the tennis side of, of uh, you know, what you're doing at Diadem because that's kind of the, the foundation of where Diadem all started. And I know you're very involved in the tennis side. Tell us a little bit about what's going on on the tennis side. Yeah, definitely. And it's actually a really exciting time for us in tennis because, you know, the last couple of years um, have been heavy pickleball. We've seen the growth in pickleball. That's um, kind of become the main focus almost out of necessity. And in the coming year or two, we have a big focus on uh, our tennis uh, line and just really all of our services. We, I, I do um, our junior sponsorship program called the Dynasty Team. Um, and so it's been great to see that grow over the last year and a half, two years. And um, I think we're going to be able to add some more pro players in, in the coming year. We're going to um, expand um, kind of the product lineup and work on some price points. And I think our, our tennis is really going to take off. And um, hopefully in, in the next few years, we're able to compete with the, the big names in tennis the same way we're at the top of the pickleball game up there with the, um, all the big dogs. So it's, it's really cool, cool to be a part of um, the tennis side of things also. Yeah, it's an exciting time for Diadem. For our listeners who may be interested in joining Team Diadem, how would they go about doing so? Yeah, definitely. Um, so on our website, uh, there's a section called Team Diadem. You can go in there and apply. And I will tell you, too, that if you go on there after September, it might look a little bit different because we're working on really revamping that website and the application portal and everything for um, tennis pickleball players. Also, um, like pro shops, teaching pros, everything like that will have um, a better way for you to get connected with us uh, coming up soon. So definitely keep an eye out on that. And I know, you know, people can go on to Diadem Sports, check out Team Diadem, but for the people that are lazy and they just want to hear from you, what can people expect if they join Team Diadem? Yeah, 100%. So it's really a comprehensive uh, program that we built on the junior sponsorship side for tennis. And I imagine it's going to evolve similarly for pickleball, um, especially as more colleges start to um get clubs and I'm thinking down the line it's going to eventually be a college like an NCAA sport so um, I think that will be exciting for all the junior pickleball players but on the tennis side we have really uh, the most comprehensive junior sponsorship program in the world we do more than just equipment so a lot of the other brands will just give you a discount or free product we have um, a lot more support for our players with our uh, pro shop and our technology center that's right behind me. Um, yeah. We have master racket technicians that can um, really make their gear custom for their game. Um, they can do the same thing for pickleball too, adding different weights and things like that. So um, that's something to consider also. But then we do um, a lot to help our players get more exposure and visibility for college recruiting, um, which has oh. been, been really cool to see. Um, players get connected to some coaches that they otherwise would have missed out on. So uh, those two pieces, along with, of course, all the uh, sweet dynasty team stuff that we have and special sales we do. So um, definitely if you're a junior tennis or pickleball player, uh, make sure you guys are applying. That's awesome. I really hope this NCAA takes off with pickleball. I would love to see that for the junior players. Yeah, there's hundreds of clubs right now um, that we have been – in contact with uh, as the semester is getting started. So 
Um, it's still only a matter of time. And then eventually the Olympics too. I think it'll it'll get into the Olympics. Bridgie, how do we get a pickleball club at UNLV? How do we get this? How do we make this happen? I wouldn't well, be surprised I, if there there was one already. There is not, sadly. I work at the UNLV campus, but um, I work in the department that is the one that oversees sport clubs. So oh well, let's get it. Let's get it going. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, club tennis too. Yes. Yeah, let's make this happen. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> we will. Yeah, I'm gonna. Kevin, you better stay on the line after this. Hundred <laughs> percent. So, Kevin, thank you so much for coming back on the show with us. We love catching up with you and all the exciting things you guys got going on at Diadem. I mean, it's like nonstop with you. I mean, it seems like every month you're coming up with a new announcement, new products, uh, you know, that the technology, both on the tennis and the pickleball side, it's super exciting to catch up. And, and I just see there's going to be another episode coming up pretty soon. Oh, 100%. We're definitely going to have to get connected uh, here in the next few months as um, all these things that I sort of hinted at start coming to fruition. Well, I'm thinking a live show from Diacon 2. Oh, yeah, baby. Let's watch <laughs> well, that. At it. least. And I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to go live. Yeah, at least <laughs> at least live from the DPC, at least. Um, up on the state at the bar, we can we can take real shots at the bar at the DPC. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We're there. Yeah. Lock it in. Booking it Lock in. it in. Lock <laughs> it in. Thanks for coming back with us, Kev. Yeah, 100%. Anytime. And thank you, everybody, for joining us on Third Shot. Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. Special thanks to Diadem Kev. That's the handle that you got to look for out there because he is the best in the business. He's got all the knowledge. And if you have anything at all that you want to know about Diadem, go to diademsports.com, their website. It has so much information. Support this show by subscribing. We promise to have more amazing guests just like Kevin on Third Shot and future episodes. Let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow the pickleball community. So see you next time on Third Shot Podcast. Mm -hmm.